You're listening to the Film Marketing Academy podcast, the audio series dedicated to helping filmmakers create better film marketing campaigns faster. Join your host, Pascal Fintoni, for what promises to be an exciting and intriguing voyage of discovery filled with advice, stories, and film marketing ideas. Thank you for tuning in. And now, on with today's episode of the Film Marketing Academy podcast. So, Roger Edwards, you've chosen Operation Fortune, Ruse de Guerre. Let's watch a trailer. Orson Fortune. That is a sexy name. As a private contractor, he possesses a unique set of skills. What's that? Power up. You said it was clear. I said the front was clear. Ah. Front, back, right, wrong. Anyway, shall we? So what we got? Something rather nasty has been sold. We have to stop that. Getting onto the open market. Who's the buyer? Greg Simmons. The billionaire arms dealer. Ooh, a lot of very serious faces up here, aren't there? You can't catch this fish with conventional lures. I'm sorry? The lure being? Danny Francesco. The movie star. Greg Simmons' favourite movie star. And how do we get him? Blackmail. Who's to care? Very good. Carry on. The world needs you for your greatest role yet. Who are you? I'm your new manager. There's a sensitive and awkward situation between you and your sister-in-law. I actually love my sister-in-law. It's Danny. You made that quite evident. When marimba rhythm starts I need to be nervous. No reason to be nervous. They're all the killers. You're an actor. Act. <laughs> okay. <coughs> I'm ready. Let's go to work. Will someone pinch me, please? Is that Danny Francesca? What's next for you? I'm playing a mysterious self-made billionaire. You just described me. Shadow me. Do whatever I do. Whatever I do, do. Whoever Greg was buying from was amongst you last night. The Ukrainians. I can get inside the Ukrainians. I hope you take them to dinner first. Before you get inside of them. Sexually. Other dancers they're gonna kill you now. We'll shoot them first then. Tidy. What happens? You recognize the Orson Fortune. That is a sexy name. Cover's blown. We're burned. What do I do? The movie star's gonna melt. You stopped Danny Francesco. You stopped Greg Simmons! You let me worry about that. Seen by anyone? Yes. As a yes, you weren't seen by anyone? Yes. Or a yes, you were seen by someone? Yes. Oh, Pascal. <laughs> Jason Statham is back with a British accent. 
it's almost like Turkish has walked out of um, of Snatch and been reincarnated 20 years later. It never occurred to me until I watched this film that most of Jason Statham's films over the last few years, he's played an American character and therefore he's got that rather phony American accent. But here mm. he's back to that deadpan Cockney British accent and you know it, it, I was laughing out loud literally within the first couple of minutes of him opening his mouth do you know this this trailer is is delightful because it's captured so much about the film the tone uh, the chickiness and the desire to entertain an audience um we will talk about the marketing very soon but I do believe memory sir this is a second um Guy Ritchie movie that we're talking about on film marketing snatch mm -hmm. being obviously the first one I am I've watched it twice so far Mm -hmm. on, on Amazon, and I'm looking forward to remembering the lines as much as I do from Snatch, <laughs> because you're right. There are some moments, dialogues. This is kind of the, the Guy Ritchie little kind of magic, isn't it, of moments which are sometimes very, very short, where the, the exchanges are just so funny. It's not funny, you know, if you read it on paper, I, I reckon, word for word, but the manner in which he gets the, the performances from all the actors is just brilliant. Yeah, I mean, it, it felt to me like the first time we've we've got a proper what i would say guy ritchie movie in the style of lock stock and two smoking <laughs> barrels and snatch it's that sort of ensemble of criminals basically or mm. not very nice people being funny getting involved in a rather complicated plot where there's very very, yeah. very different things going on and everybody the action of one group affects the action of another group and then it all effectively culminates in a bloodbath at the end pretty much and yeah i mean, I mean the performances are fantastic i mean again absolutely blown away by hugh grant in this um <laughs> i mean we've mentioned this before because um he was in dungeons and dragons which we, we reviewed oh, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. last episode yeah, yeah. and he was playing a villain in dungeons and dragons as well and i know that he's played a villain in the paddington movies as well and he's just absolutely nailing being a baddie isn't he i mean for so long hugh grant has had that sort of he's been the rom-com king you know he's into he was in four weddings in a funeral he was in Notting Hill Gate. He was in that musical one. Um, can't remember the name of it. Um, uh, Love Actually. Love Actually. Love Actually uh, yeah. He was in that. And um, uh, just all of those rom-com films where he plays that sort of likable English sort of semi-aristocratical Mm. whereas here he's absolutely chewing the scenery just as he did in in dungeons and dragons he's got a sort of um, michael kane type accent in well this film. Th there was there was also <laughs> going on but it, it, for me it was it was like a snake it was yeah. he was the only character in control of everything yeah and so almost everybody's is kind of you know like satellites around him um because he's, he's in control of, of the situation the emotions and so on and, and for me what was um remarkable in a way, you could you could argue this is um, what you could do if you want to do a spy movie that is tongue in cheek. Uh, and what they've done very cleverly, they, they've respected all the cues and all the elements. So there's respect from from Guy Ritchie. But but this is this is where my mind works, people. If I was if you ask me to make a spy movie, this is what I'm going to do. And <laughs> you end up with with, um, 
the culture of Jason Statham in Orson Fortune. I was in stitches when the the, the character played by um, Eddie Marson says, you know, is um, claustrophobic, is agoraphobic, is scared of clowns, <laughs> which I don't know whether it's true or it's because he wants to have paid holidays all the time. But essentially, nobody wants to do the job, um, you know, but they do it reluctantly. And it, and they are experts in what they do. So this is strange respect with, with each other as operatives, but they just don't want to be there, you know. And it's just think it's just remarkable. Yeah, and I, I want to give a shout out for um, the female lead in this as yes. well, or Aubrey Plaza. Now, I thought she was. She plays this sort of glamorous computer hacker. Um, lots of um, comedy timing, fabulous, <laughs> um, and. I just think she acted, again, Hugh Grant and Aubrey Plaza, I think, absolutely steal the show in addition, to, in addition to Jason, obviously. And it, what is interesting, we're going to talk about this in a moment, this film has been delayed so much by mm. various things, the pandemic being one of them. But had this film been released when it was meant to be released back in December 2021, nobody in the world would have known who Aubrey Plaza was. But now, of course because of the White Lotus TV series, which just went absolutely stratospheric on, um, uh, I think it might have been HBO Max, funnily enough. Mm -hmm. um, everybody knows who Aubrey Plaza is now, and she's one of the most um, in-demand actresses in Hollywood. So it's ironic, isn't it, that had this film been released when it was meant to be, nobody would have known who she was. Would it have been the breakthrough movie for her? But now it's come after White Lotus. Everybody's, oh, my goodness, let's go and watch this movie because it's got Aubrey Plaza in it. Yeah, it's fascinating. And whilst we are in, in a business of um, giving shout-outs and uh, name-dropping, Harry Hughes... Always a pleasure to see him on, mm -hmm. on the screen. Not not often enough. I love the character who plays. You know, like, kind of always looking for breaks to be able to drink uh, expensive wine or eat food, but control control the mission. And you know, we've got some lovely, lovely kind of um, performances from Josh Hartnett, which is normally again the hearth robe or the or the action hero and so on. And and Bugsy Malone. So, uh, for me, what was interesting is the the characters were very memorable, very mm. well drawn, and uh, I'm sure Guy Ritchie spent a lot of time with his writers on that, which I think has helped some element of of the marketing that you've you've researched. So, listen, I've seen it twice. This trailer we just watched together made me laugh again. That would be a third viewing very soon, no doubt. <laughs> so, the marketing, Pascal. This is where things start to go wrong. Um, we. Um, have reviewed coming up to 100 movies now as we approach our 100th episode. Wow. And we've looked at good marketing campaigns and we've looked at bad marketing campaigns. But it just seems to me that pretty much everything that could go wrong with this um, marketing campaign and the release date has gone wrong with this film. And as a result, despite the fact that you can tell listeners and viewers that pascal and i love this movie and we've been enthusing about it for the last 10 minutes it's actually been a bit of a box office flop it's um only made 30 i say only only made 30 million dollars as opposed to a budget of over 50 so it's 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 not hit the spot and to actually look at what's gone on you you, you know you have to go back into 2021 the film was originally meant to be released in December um, 2020. No, sorry, I'm, 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 I'm getting that wrong. The actual film was going to be um, released in March 2022. And the marketing started in December 2021. 
and that trailer that we've just seen hit the streets and then all of a sudden everything went totally and utterly quiet and beyond that trailer there was nothing mm. nothing now going behind the scenes there was lots of things going on first of all the pandemic that created delays and you know we were, we were into the second or third lockdown by then and that caused all sorts of problems this was an international production it was filmed all over the world a lot of it was filmed in turkey some of it was filmed in the uk some of it was filmed in france so that had an effect because of the pandemic secondly the the bad guys in the film are ukrainian and i think that the film producers felt that given what happened in february 2022 with putin's invasion of ukraine that it would be in pretty poor taste to launch mm. a film which had bad guys as ukrainians in it so one of the reasons for postponing the launch of the film was that they the um, characters within the film were bad guys from ukraine but it just went completely dead no they didn't tell anybody what was happening so the the trailer had been out the twitter account had been out there talking about things and then it just all went completely quiet almost for an entire year and also what was going on behind the scenes is the film was scheduled to be to be distributed by stx entertainment and they got into financial difficulties towards the end of 2022 so by the time it came to get this film out there in january 2023 they had to find a new distributor and what's actually happened is that whilst it did get a limited theatrical release in the us and across europe it's actually gone straight to amazon prime in the mm. united kingdom no theatrical release at all and to go with the, all of that um up and down there the marketing beyond the um, trailer amounts to to be perfectly honest a poster some character posters which have been um put across twitter um and some character mini character videos which have also been put across twitter and that's pretty much it and that whole gap that gap of a year between december 2021 and everything starting to ramp up again in january 2023 seems to me as if they just didn't know what they were doing what do you think yeah so thanks for the summary and for the, the, the research um I was aware of you know the, the troubles and and this is a reminder that you know in a I mean the film industry is like any other sectors there will be forces market forces that are going to give you sometime a bad hand if you're a poker player it's almost like doing your, your perfect you know pest or pestle analysis you know political environmental uh, technology and so on so yeah. they, they got hit from all directions I mean yeah. you know a, a pandemic um, a war um you know the, the the business of being in business in the industry and having to sometimes merge or be bought or being sold and and essentially you end up situation where you know the distributors the marketers and so on with already i would imagine quite a, a busy workload i've got to find a way to fit this in mm -hmm. and and i would have loved to be a fly on the wall and indeed speak to some of the the, the, the marketers to them because actually feel a little sorry to think that must have been hard that must have been tough and and for the filmmakers heartbreaking because of course you make a film for an audience to watch it and and enjoy it and you know how do you for me it's fascinating how do you 
reconnect with the film that was made, let's say, two years ago, give or take, you know, mm-hmm. when, when it's all said and done. So again, another kind of incredible victory of making a film during the global pandemic. So how do you reconnect with the work where, you know, we know Guy Ritchie's done other work since then. Hugh Grant has moved on, you know, Jason Statham has, has moved on as well. So how do you re- reconnect, bring the band back together, if you will, to then put together a, a marketing campaign. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think what, what they're doing on social media um, is great. It looks stunning, as the film does, by the way. I love the way they've um, carried over that gold frame that you see mm-hmm. on the poster of some of the post and that kind of gold, metallic gold um, around that. I think the, the character kind of um, mini videos work well. What they've done as well, which we've seen done with other movies, they have repurposed the uh, critics and the, the, the feedback from the likes of Screen Rant and Collider.com and, and many others. So th- there is um, activity now, but I think we spoke about this, you know, by silence. That's a tough one in, in communication. Mm-hmm. We, we spoke mm-hmm. about it during a, our review of Waterworld, the silence which allows people to unfortunately reach their own conclusion, which perhaps certainly you, you don't want to. So, th- so, so to me, it's it's kind of thing. Yeah, you know, the, the film industry is, is is not shielded from those market forces and and unforeseen in events. And how do you then bring people together to make good, good decisions? I mean, yeah, with the um, benefit of hindsight and not being part of the briefing session, for me, this was calling for almost a more guerrilla entrepreneurial type of marketing. So if you want to to go ahead in, in January of, of this year, you've got to flip it completely and do a di- different form of marketing to what is being done now, which is almost, well, this is the expected formula. So, um, you know, goodness, what I will say is only because now that I've done some research, all the algorithms are throwing a lot of content at me. The, 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 the online media, shall we say, are very, very pleased with the movie. So they're going to get a lot of word of mouth and a lot of PR. And it may be to your point about revenue that it's going to be one of those, it's going to take a long while, maybe a year or two and then we'll be all caught up and probably they'll make quite a lot of money back hopefully when the mm. blu-ray comes out um, i mean i actually love the marketing material that i've seen mm. i mean the poster is gorgeous as yep. you say it's got that gold um motif and um, you've got jason statham towering above the other characters <laughs> but you've got uh you've got hugh grant stood in the middle looking um scary but that it gives you hints of the locations and the fact that it's action based yep. you can see doha you can see the mediterranean you can see the car i love that um and those you know we always say that um ensemble films like this call for those character cards and those character posters and i think the character posters for this are absolutely gorgeous i mean each of the main characters has a character poster and as we've said a twitter character video but if you actually look through the history of the feed of the mm. twitter feed now it's very difficult for most film twitter feeds to actually go back and look at the feed because it's such a long Twitter feed, but you can literally see where they were tweeting stuff out in December 2021, and then there's absolutely nothing at all on that Twitter feed until January 2023, and there's mm. just such a noticeable gap. Um, so, so yeah, and and the website Pascal is absolutely woeful. It's literally just the poster, 
with a link to watch the trailer and <laughs> that's it um so maybe they just decided you know everything conspired against us here let's not put, spend much more money on the market let's just get it out there and see what happens and that's a fine business decision as far as i'm concerned you know mm -hmm. there, there would be times where we you, you have you have to do that i, I wonder whether you know let's keep an eye on it because to me it would make sense that now that particularly in the uk and the rest of europe and more people are going to sit either the movies or online there's going to be almost this kind of growing kind of um, wave of feedback and, and and raves and compliments and so on and in a funny kind of way they're going to have a post-release marketing push mm. by the fans because you know literally as soon as you hear i hear it's a guy richie movie i said take my money you know i don't have to think think very hard because i'm not going to be entertained and if i look at the cast then i am absolutely uh, up for it so I think it's an interesting one to do, but you're right. It's, it's a great selection for marketing, which is about when you're faced with problems that are out of your control completely. Yeah, and if you want to play a little game, one thing that is quite fun is to look at the trailer that was launched in December 2021 and compare it to the one that came out at the beginning of 2023. Obviously, they had to change the distributor from STX, which got into financial trouble and it was changed to Lionsgate who became mm. the new distributor um but it's pretty much exactly the same trailer that they used originally i think i spotted one scene from the original trailer that was deleted for some reason from the the trailer but uh, yeah that that's pretty much it so yeah that it was a business decision that probably had to be made due to the uh, circumstances that were completely beyond their control but great movie and mm. yeah let's let's hope it 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 gets a, a second wind super well everyone once you've seen operation fortune ruse de guerre let us know what you think both of, of the film. Then go check out the socials and and see what they've been doing to kind of marry up with um, that, 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 their branding, but also the tone of voice and so on. Thank you so much, Roger, for being an amazing co-host for episode 98. Thank you, everyone, for watching and listening. Please subscribe and leave comments in the usual places. Until the next time, go out there and make sure your marketing is done right. I was Pascal Pintoni, and he was Roger Edwards. Thank you for listening to the Film Marketing Academy podcast, the audio series dedicated to helping filmmakers create better film marketing campaigns faster. For more information about our film marketing consultancy and training services, go to filmmarketingacademy.com and book your free discovery video call. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe and follow your host on social media for more updates.